Jesus Christ the King above all kings. And every knee will bow in his presence. <laughs> every tongue will confess his name. Because <laughs> God is real. And he's really coming back for all of us. So be prepared. Because the king can show up at any time. Amen. Amen. And amen. Ephraim, where's my amen? Amen. There we go. Amen. He's my amener. Amen. Amen. There you go. Let's do it again. One more time. Amen. Praise the Lord. God is good. All the time. Okay, dokay. Gracie, come on down. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. The love of money is the root of all evil. I can't help it. All right, Father, we thank you and praise you for this day. We thank you for these tithes and offerings that you're bringing in. I pray that you would bless the works of our hands, that you would prosper us, that, Lord God, that you would bless our families, our homes. Lord, you have never failed us yet, and you'll never fail us ever. You've always been there. Lord God, you've always seen us through, Lord God, and we're trusting in you to do great and mighty things, Lord, even here in, in this place and amongst our home and families, and I give you all the praise and honor and glory in Jesus' name, amen? Amen. I won't keep you guys too long because I know it's Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Mom, to you. Happy Mother's Day to you, Julie. And happy Mother's Day to you, too. too. <laughs> That's Father's Day. We'll get there one of these. We'll get there soon enough. All right, Father, and thank you, Jesus, for this word. I pray that you would bless it. Today we are celebrating Mother's Day. And if it wasn't for Mother, none of us would be here. Amen. 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 Thank you, Mom. <laughs> but I must say we have great mothers in our family, and I'm very proud of all of them. And if it wasn't for a great monarch mother like Joan... Here, who knows where all our mothers would be today. So we bless you, Mom. Proverbs 31, 25 through 31 says this. <clears throat> These are for mothers, so take all of this. These are great words. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction 
is on her tongue. Hey, King Solomon was a poet. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her the reward she has earned and let her works bring her praise at the city gates. Amen? Amen. Amen. I heard, Jeffy. <laughs> Amen. I'm blessed to say that we have four daughters that are great mothers. They all have noble character because they get it from their mother and she gets it from her mother. It all starts with a woman of noble character who passes it down. Amen? And now they are passing it down to our granddaughters, who I'm sure will carry that blessing of noble character into their motherhood when they get there someday, but that's pretty far away. Amen, Joe? Amen. At least. Remember that, Caleb. <clears throat> You know that women are special when God chose a woman, and I want you to think about this, to carry his son. And we heard this from a pastor. A woman, God chose to carry the living word inside of her womb for nine months. Think about that. God could have created, he could have just said, Jesus, go down there and take care of this. Right? But no. He put the living word, Jesus Christ, into the womb of a woman who was birthed by blood and water. And she carried that living word around in her for nine, one, nine months. One. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Get my tongue moving. Get my tongue going as fast as my mind. Mary, whom the mother of Jesus, think about this, Mary carried the Savior of the world in her womb. The Savior of the world she carried. That's amazing. That is amazing. Thank you, Mother Mary. Mary, who is to be honored above all mothers, was probably... One of the number one mothers, I'm going to preach on just some mothers in the Bible that were great examples. Mary's probably the greatest. You know, and even, and even it says, Jesus tells her, Mary, because of what you've done, you will be honored above all women. And Mary is to be honored above all women. 
for the blessing that she carried around. And not just that, she raised Jesus, the living word, in her house, just like Susie and Corey are raising <laughs> little Owen. Just like we raised our kids, just like parents are raising their kids. She had to nurture that child. She had to kiss his boo-boos, reassure him that it's going to be okay, correct him and discipline him. All the things that a mother does. He laughed at that. Discipline. He knows what that means. Uh, correcting and disciplining. You know, well, we know what it's like to get the wooden spoon. Or whatever wooden. Whatever the mother grabs in her hand. That's the closest object. <laughs> but Mary was blessed above all women. Mary, who had to suffer enormous shame. Think about it. In Israel, the whole wedding ceremony is a celebration and a feast. Mary had to carry the Savior in her womb. Even though she knew no man, other people saw her, and she was pregnant, and you couldn't deny it. And she had to suffer enormous shame because of it. You know, in the culture around her. I mean, I think about how it is in our little Christian community when a woman becomes pregnant before they're married and how they are shamed. Think about how bad it was back then. She could have been kicked out of the house, disowned, killed. They literally were, would take them outside of the city and stone them because of that. She had to suffer and endure that. But she was faithful to the call that God placed upon her life. She was obedient. And she was not just obedient, but she was submissive. To God's will. That's something that we can learn from Mother Mary, the Blessed Mother. She is the Blessed Mother. You know, the Catholics honor her more than I would say the rest of the denominations do. But she is to be honored, rightfully so. Not that she's to be worshipped. She's not to be worshipped because God is the only one that's supposed to be worshipped, right? But she is to be honored because of her submissiveness to God's will and her obedience to God's will. There's lessons in all these mothers that we can learn from. How many times do we need to be submissive? How many times do we need to be obedient in our lives? I mean, Mary, who is highly honored, you couldn't ask for a more submissive person. Be unto me as you have said, is what she said to the angel. That Mary was chosen to carry the Savior of the world. Be it unto me as you have said.
a huge responsibility. Even Eve, the first woman created by God. You know, when we all think of Adam and Eve, we think of Eve's falling under deception from the devil, causing sin to come into the world. We all think of Eve as the first person who committed sin, but we don't remember that Adam was right there with Eve. When they, they were both deceived by the serpent in the Garden of Eden. But you got to remember, Eve was created from man, from his rib. Eve didn't have any role models to follow, did she? She was the first woman created. There wasn't, a, there wasn't another woman there to teach her how to be a woman. Right? But we got to remember about this about Eve. Eve Even though she was tempted and deceived by the devil, Eve probably knew God more intimately than many other women after her. Because what would God do in the garden? In the cool of the day, in the cool of the night. What did God do? He came down and he walked with Adam and Eve in the cool of the day. Can you imagine the conversations that you would have with God just walking in the garden? Eve probably knew God more intimately than most women thereafter. Who knows how long they actually spent time in the garden walking and God teaching them. Nobody knows all the details of that time. Eve does. She probably remembers all those times of walking with God, listening to his wisdom, being under her, his protection, learning. You know what Eve's, or Eve's name means? Living thing. Eve's name means living thing or life. And that is exactly what she did. She gave life to the world to help populate it. That was Eve's call to help to populate the earth. <clears throat> Another great mother in the Bible was Sarah, the wife of of Abraham, who bore Abraham a son in his old age. You know what, Sarah? Sarah was the mother of a whole nation. Sarah was the mother of Israel, a whole nation. Think about that for calling on a woman's life. And a blessing. She was blessed above. Enough to create a whole nation. Abraham was promised by God that his, his descendants would be as numerous as the stars in the sky and the sands on the sea. And even though they've been 
kicked, they've been despised, kicked out of nations, millions killed in the Holocaust. There are still many, many Israelites out there. Many. Sarah was the creator of a nation. Even though she was barren, how can a barren woman be a give birth to a nation? You know, when God told Abraham that Sarah would conceive him a child, do you know what she was doing? She was in her tent making bread for, for the meal for God, Abraham, and the angels that were with him. And she laughed. And God heard her laugh. And he said, why do you laugh? I'm telling you, when God says something, he means it. Because she gave birth to a son. She showed in her faith that you have to wait on God. You have to wait on God to act, to make the impossible possible. Even though in Sarah's eyes it was impossible for her to have a child. She not only was old, but she was barren. Old and barren. Impossible. But God will make the impossible possible. If we have faith to believe. God will make the impossible possible in your life if you have faith to believe. Faith to believe. God, forgive us. We talked about this this morning. Forgive us for our unbelief. Help us to believe. Patience. God will perform and do what he says. We got to learn to practice patience, not to force anything, but to trust God, believe what He says, and don't doubt it in our hearts, and be patient to see God's will performed in our eyes, in our times. One more mother who stands out to me in the Bible. And I love the, I've always loved this story. But Hannah, who is the mother of Samuel, another barren woman whose husband had two wives. I think his first wife was Phineas or something like that. I'm close. But you can read about it in 1 Samuel chapter 1. But Hannah, another barren woman whose husband had two wives, and the other wife of her husband would rub it into her face. Be like, nah, 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 I got another child, I'm bearing another son, you know, to our husband, and you're not having any children. Hannah would go yearly to the temple of the Lord, and she would plead with God and weep and cry, God, Give me a son that I can bless my husband and be a blessing. Give me a son. 
Year after year, she would go weeping and crying out to God. One year, she was weeping and crying out to God. And Eli, who was the high priest at the time, saw her lips moving, but didn't hear any words coming out. And she was, in, she was just weeping and pouring her heart out to God, saying, God, if only you would give me a son, I will give him to you. I make a vow, Lord, if you give me a son, I will give him to you. She was praying all of this in her mind and in her spirit. And Eli said to her, woman, what are you doing? Are you drunk? <laughs> Get out of here. He's trying to shoo her off. She stands up and says, No. I'm not drunk. I'm praying and seeking God because I'm barren. I want to bear a child. And I told God if he would give me a child, then I will give him that child to him to serve him all the days of his life. Eli said to her, my dear child, go and do. Go and let it be with you as you say, as you prayed, basically. And then Hannah went out, worshipped the Lord, and went home. And it says that God remembered her prayer, remembered her vow, granted her a child. And after that child was weaned, she brought that child back to the temple of God and gave him to Eli. She gave him to God. She didn't give him to Eli. She gave him to God. And that child, Samuel, went on to anoint the first king of Israel. King Solomon, who was the first king of Israel. Then he went and he anointed, after Solomon lost his anointing, he went and he anointed King David, the son of Jesse. <laughs> who became one of the greatest king of the tribes of Israel that ever had, they have ever had. Ever had. It's through King David's line that we get Jesus that came from. God promised King David that he would have a man on the throne all the days of his life. Forever. A barren woman crying out to God. What I've learned from Hannah is that you need to be persistent. We need to be persistent in our prayers. We need to be persistent in our prayers. Persistent in seeking God. Persistent. Don't give up. Amen. Amen. I mean, there's many other, many, many other women in the Bible that have been blessed. You can think of Elizabeth, who bore a son, John the Baptist, who was the, he was the prelude to Jesus' coming. He went before Jesus. 
made straight the way for the Lord. Many, many women. You can think, I think of the uh, Moses' woman. Moses' woman. <laughs> Moses' mother. <laughs> Moses' mother, who, who by faith, when Pharaoh was going around killing all the children, put her son in a basket, sent it down the river, and Pharaoh's daughter picked it up and raised the child as her own. And not only that, but Moses was also raised by his own mother and nursed by his own mother the whole time he was growing up. You know, there's just some, so many strong, wonderful women in the Bible. So many strong, wonderful women in the Bible. And so many great examples of mothers in the Bible. And we can all learn from each one of them. Amen? So today, I'd like to thank each mother again for the blessing that they are. Not just in our family, the blessing they are to our children, but the, just the blessing that they are. They're, they're all blessed by God. And I'm so thankful that we'd have a great family, to have great mothers. I mean, our mothers will fight for their children like all mothers will and do. There's a love that a mother has that goes beyond, beyond a normal love. I mean, it's a deep-rooted love for their children. That's amazing. That holds them above water while they're drowning in the flood, but yet the babies live and the mother's arms are locked. There's stories, all kinds of stories of what mothers have done for their children and how they're sacrificed. They sacrifice so much for their families, for their kids. They sacrifice their lives to raise children. So, again, thank you, mothers. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for this day. I pray that you would bless each one here. I pray that you would especially bless our mothers that are represented here and the mothers that couldn't be here today, that you would bless them abundantly and that you would be with them, Lord God, and we know that you are, and that you would speak to them, encourage them to never give up, never surrender, but to trust in you and to lean on you with all their heart. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, everybody. May you be blessed and prosper, mothers. Amen.